You're listening to the Metro LA Podcast, an official podcast of the LA International Church of Christ. Good evening, everyone. My name is Casey. I have the honor to present midweek's lesson tonight. I hope you guys are having a great Wednesday and prepare to hear what God has to share with you this evening. As you know, or many of you should know, that we are covering and talking about the Holy Spirit. And I hope that you've been learning a lot from the Holy Spirit, um, learning the importance, the important role that the Holy Spirit plays in our church and in our lives. And the title of my message today is called The Spirit of Service. You know, and I'm going to be talking about using our gifts to serve God and to serve our church and, and to serve one another. I have a question I would like to ask, well, two questions. You know, what does it mean to be called to service? You know, think about that. What does that mean? And as a disciple, how can we serve in these times? You know, these times that we live in, especially now with everything that's happening with the world and and the pandemic. And yeah, we're we're definitely getting to a good place with with the pandemic, prayfully, you know, but um, how can we serve in, in these times? How can we be motivated to give? And I pray as we hear God's message tonight that we are understanding how the Spirit works in our lives and how the Spirit gives us gifts to serve the church and to serve one another. And I thought about many people who who go into service, who serve our, our serve this world, like doctors, um, firefighters, teachers, farmers. And much, much more that they, what they've learned, what they have uh, trained in, things that they went to school for, like a doctor to save lives and and a firefighter to save lives. You know, a lot of their jobs is to to help people, and I appreciate all those who are in that type of field to help the world or help make the world a better place. And I, when I was a kid. When I was young, I actually wanted to be a firefighter, believe it or not. Yeah, I wanted to be a firefighter. For Halloween, for two or three, I don't remember correctly, but for Halloween, I wanted to be a firefighter. I had the costume. And I remember, you know, as a young, younger, I didn't really think about the, the real duty of a firefighter. I just thought the costume was cool, and I got to ride in a fire truck. You know, actually, I, and I wanted a Dalmatian for some reason. Because every time I, I saw firefighters on TV, they always would have a Dalmatian. So I also wanted a Dalmatian, but my mother wouldn't allow me to have it. But anyways, um, I wanted to be a firefighter. And then a couple of years later, I we went on a school trip and went to a fire station. And the firefighters was there, and they were, like, telling us... The, different things they have to do. And I remember my fr- my friend nudging me. He was like, do you still want to be a firefighter? I was like, I don't know, you know, but I mean, I'm just, it's, it's amazing just to know that they're there to, to put out fires. That's their service to us to, to get there when something goes wrong in our home or, or a building catches on fire. They get in and they risk their lives to, to pull people out, to save people. And, and, that's just amazing to me. Many people in this world in, in this world have different different jobs and different ways that they serve us that benefits us. And in the kingdom, we have gifts to serve, and we have gifts that that can benefit others as well. You know, when I was uh, studying the Bible, 
I didn't feel like when I first started studying the Bible, I didn't feel like I was called to to serve or called to service. I was just kind of going through it, learning more about God, learning how to be a disciple. And the brothers were getting with me and reading the scriptures. And I was told that my sins will be wiped away. And I was like, what? That, you know, that was amazing. And then I thought about something the night when, you know, it was the night I was, it was, I, I was in bed and the next morning I was going to get baptized and I'm laying there and I was thinking like, you know, I'm 23 at the time, 22 at the time, about to get baptized. And I just kept thinking like, I have my whole world, I have my whole life to live, you know, I I have so much I want to experience, and I knew becoming a disciple that I, I couldn't do that, and I started thinking like, oh, maybe I should wait till I get a little bit older, maybe I should wait till I experience more things, but as I prayed that night, and I got baptized, amen, I got baptized, I felt this calling to do something, I felt this calling to serve, and that's how it is when we become disciples. God calls us to serve. God calls us to, to to serve others. And the great thing about being a disciple is that we receive the gift of the Holy Spirit that reveals things inside of us, reveals our gifts to us. That way we can better help the body, help build the body. You know, tonight I want to talk about the Spirit is calling us to service. You know, the the Holy Spirit is calling us to service. And we're going to look at a scripture here in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. And it reads, For this, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. It is not from yourselves. It is, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance, in advance for us to do. And in this passage, Paul tells us how we are saved and what we are saved for. And I appreciate this because the scriptures tell us right here that it's by grace we've been saved. Nothing that we have done, nothing that we can do, but it's because of God that called us out of darkness into his light. And we made a decision to make him Lord of our lives. And as we do that, we get baptized. And, the, and it says here in verse 10 that God created for us to do good works. He created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance, in advance for us to do. God prepared it already for us. And we have to understand what you know. What are we good at? What are what are what are our gifts that we can use to serve the church, to serve the the people? You know, um, tonight I want us to consider these two things. One, the Spirit He equips us with the gifts of service, and this is going to be pretty much what we're going to talk about for the remaining of of this lesson. But I'm going to end out here in two, where it says he prepares to prepare us for eternity of service. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. But I, as I was preparing this, it, it's, this really stuck out to me. So I'm actually excited to share, to share this. And I want to talk about how we can use our gifts to build up the body. And I believe that the spirit can call us to serve or is calling us to serve by using the gifts God has given us. The gifts that we can use to build up God's 
church. We had a last week. We had a singles leaders leadership meeting, and Robert Jackson and Kathy led our time in, in our discussion and our lesson that night. And they asked a question, which they did an incredible job, by the way. And they asked a question: If you had, if you had one superpower, what would it be? And I, for me, I was like, well, can I have more than one? You know. But if I if I had to choose one superpower, it would be to fly. That would be my superpower because I I like to get to places and I live in you know, L.A. traffic, right? Um, I don't have to worry about waiting on an airplane. I can just fly to Hawaii or something like that. Um, but that would be my, my, my superpower. That's what I would pick. And the amazing thing about being a disciple is that we have the Holy Spirit. We may not look at the Holy Spirit as, as a superpower, but the Bible makes it very clear how powerful the Spirit is, how powerful the Holy Spirit is in our lives, and how He works in us, through us, and, and help guide us through many different things, protects us. You know, when God left, He said, I'm going to leave you an advocate, and we have God's Spirit inside of us. And I believe the Spirit is calling us to live a life of service that is rooted in joy and not in duty. And I'm going to say that one more time. I believe that the Spirit calls us to live a life of service that is rooted in joy, not in duty. When we serve God, I believe we serve others. And when we use the gifts that God has given us to serve, I don't know, I feel like we should be excited to have that opportunity to use our gifts to serve others and to build up God's church. That excites me. You know, I think about when I um, cook, you know, I love to cook for people. And I think about when I want to encourage someone, the first thing off the top of my head is I'm going to cook for somebody. Because for some reason, you know, I don't know if there's a study out there, but food makes people happy. You know, food does amazing things. I mean, I've, I've had going into talks where I know it's going to be one of those hard talks and I come with a plate of food or I, or we go out to eat and after we done eat, we have a great conversation. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of tense in the beginning, but we all eating and enjoying each other and then we, you know, we have a great conversation sometimes. But the point is that I'm encouraging people doing something that I love doing, you know, doing something that as a kid I've learned to do and it stuck with me and I cook. My main dishes are Caribbean, not from the Caribbean. So a lot of main dishes are from the Caribbean. And I love to cook for people. I cook jerk chicken and, and curry chicken and different things. And and I just enjoy it. And it excites me to, to see people happy. It excites me that that makes people happy. And I believe when we use our gifts to, to serve, we should be happy that we're making other people happy. We're, we're helping people. We're encouraging people. I don't know why... Where I got this from, I've been doing a lot of reading lately, um, so I'm not sure exactly where I got this. But there's a saying that says, if you want happiness for a year, and hear it, I'm sorry, no. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. And if you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody. And when I think about that, I kind of put my own twist to it. Instead of I, instead of 
if you want happiness for a lifetime, help somebody. If you want happiness for a lifetime, serve somebody also. Use your gifts that God has given you to serve the church, to serve in, in your small groups, in your Bible talks, in your ministries, using your gifts to serve. And I feel like that brings happiness. So think about this thought here. Don't waste it. Embrace it. And it's not for me. You know, I didn't make that up. Actually, Reese did a great lesson on Sunday about learning and, and having joy in, in hard times and, and learning from it. And it builds, it, it strengthens you as you go through certain situations and, and being joyful in the midst of these things and learning from it and embracing it. And he said these words, don't waste it, embrace it. And I'm like, I'm using that. You know, that, that was like, that was good. And that's just what I was missing for my lesson. So thank you, Reese, for for allowing me to use this. And it, it was it was great. Great lesson. But for us, don't waste it. Embrace it. You know, Paul told Timothy, do not neglect your gift. He's also he also said for this for this reason I remain remind you to flame I'm sorry to fan into the flame the gift of God is give the gift of God that God has given you the gift that God has given you to do not neglect your gift and also to fan into the flames the gift of God which is in you and I think about that, wow, you know, do not neglect it. We have it. But sometimes, maybe a lot of us don't know we have the gift. So we we need help. You know, we need help for the gift to be revealed to us. But it's great that we understand. And Paul says it perfectly. Do not neglect it. We're going to look at a scripture here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. We're going to be, begin reading in verse 1. And it says... Now the gift of the Spirit, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, somehow or another, you were influenced and led astray by mute idols. Verse 3. Therefore, I want you to know that... Verse 3. Therefore, I want you to know that no one who is speaking by the Spirit of God says, Jesus be cursed. And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Paul, again, perfectly, he doesn't want us to be uninformed about the gifts of the Spirit. He wants us to, to know that, that the Spirit gives gifts. And it's, when we make Jesus Lord of our lives, is in us. Do not be, you know, some of the verses, some other verses said, do not be arrogant about it. Paul, he's reminding us. You know, he's also reminding the church about the way we used to live. You know, say in verse 2, you know that when you were pagan, somehow or other, you were influenced and led astray by new idols. Paul is reminding us, the scriptures is reminding us, what we, how we used to live. And we don't live that way anymore. Now we live by the Spirit. And living by the Spirit is, is as the Bible says, we walk and step with the Spirit. And as we do that, we use our gifts to serve. And Paul, he's, He's encouraging the church that the Holy Spirit is what guides us. It's nothing that we do. It's the Holy Spirit is what gives us gifts. So it's not by our own our own uh, strength or our own by ourselves, but it's because of the Holy Spirit. And that's the goal is to know that the Holy Spirit is what is who is at work, 
not by our own efforts. Let's continue reading verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but all of them in and in everyone is the same God at work. Paul puts it pretty clear here. There are different kinds of gifts that we are giving. But the same Spirit is who distributes them. That's what Paul says. You know, we, we don't get to pick it. The Spirit is who distributes the gifts. Verse 7. And I have different different versions here. I, I kind of liked all of them. So I, I put them all up there for you to see. And in the NIV it says that now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for common good. And the NLT says a spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. In the TLB, the Holy Spirit displays God's power through each of us as it means of helping the entire church. Isn't that amazing? You know, our gifts is not for us. It's for the benefit of helping the church, to for helping others. It's not about how you, you know, to feel great about it. You know, it's good that we feel great about our gifts. But it's to build up and to edify others. And I looked up the word actually manifestation. And here it is right here. And the word which really means manifestation comes from the word phanerius. Phanerius. I hope I'm saying that right. And I'm not I don't really read Greek as much. But it means for shining forth or flashing out. And I you know I, I, I want to share that because that that's just amazing to me that that's what our gifts is for, for us to, 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 to shine, to, to flash out, to share to the world, to share to, uh, to our church, to our members, to, to be able to use our gifts to serve each other. And there's something about, at least I feel, something about when you're using your gifts, you, you shine, you show up for God. You know, I think about, I thought about, I think it was the last year, Robert did a, Robert Creel did a lesson or a leadership training class actually about about you know your, about leadership, and he talked about knowing our weaknesses. Well, not really more so our weaknesses, but our strengths. You know, knowing what those things are. And he said something about the sweet spot. You know, being in your sweet spot. And I thought about that when I when I'm using my gifts to serve, I'm in my sweet spot. I'm enjoying it. You know, I'm having a great time. I'm doing what I love, and I'm grateful that God has given me the opportunity to do that. And it's something that. That stands out. You know, when you use your gifts to serve, you are in your sweet spot. But Satan could come in there and tell us that we are not needed. He comes in and he, he discourages us that we don't have talents. We don't have gifts. We don't have anything to give. But if you made Jesus Lord of your life and received the Holy Spirit, God has given you a gift to serve. Let's go to verse 11. It reads, all these... All these are the work of one and the same Spirit. And He distributes them to each one just as He determines. Paul, there you go. He says it again. He says the Spirit gives us all different gifts. The same Spirit, but He gives, He distributes different gifts to all of us. To all of us. So we have a gift. We just got to figure, if we don't know what it is, we got to 
figure it out. We got to ask someone. Maybe, you know, what helps me is I, I, I take time and I write down everything that I'm good at. And then I look at it and ask myself, you know, how can I use these things that I'm good at to serve, to encourage someone? If it's, you know, like I'm good at cooking, like I shared a couple of minutes ago. So I know, okay, well, I'm going to use that to serve the church. I'm going to use that to serve the members that, that, you know, that are not probably not or discouraged or need some encouraging, you know. Um, we all have different gifts, but we have it. We just have to tap into that. You know, we have the Holy Spirit. So I just want to encourage you, if you're feeling like, well, I, you know, I don't have any gift, I don't have anything to give, you do. You do. Ask someone. Pray about it. Ask God to reveal it to you. You know, and one thing I like about this scripture is that the Spirit is the one who gives the gifts. So when we, you know, when we're good at something and we, we're not good at something, we can sometimes look down or we, some, some gifts may get overlooked. You know, some things may get overlooked. But the same Spirit is the one who gave us these gifts. So it doesn't matter if it's a, if it's the small the smallest thing or the biggest thing. It's the Spirit who gives, and we don't look down on other gifts, or we don't covenant covenant other or someone else's gifts, but we focus on using our gifts and developing our gifts to serve others and to serve God. Imagine if everyone was doing their part. Right? Imagine if everyone in the church was using their gifts. That would be amazing. And Paul, he tells us here in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, he tells us that we need each other. Even when we don't feel like we don't matter, we need, it, we need each other. Your gift is needed. And in 1 Corinthians 12, 15 says, Now the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. It will not for that reason stop being part of the body. If the air should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. It would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. Verse 17. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has placed the parts of the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there is many parts, but one body. Guess what? You are important. You are needed. Your gift has value to it. No matter if it doesn't seem like someone else's gift, your gift matters. No matter how small it may seem. And we all need each other, amen? We all need each other. Each part of us plays a big role. We can think about Ways we can give, right? What we're good at. How can we give? You know, how can we serve? But something could be holding us back. You know, what is holding you back from serving? Can it be fear? Uh, can it be lack of motivation? Can it be lack of vision? What's going on in this world? <laughs> Maybe a loss of hope? What should be actually... Um, more important for us to serve now, you know, what's going on in this, world, in this world. You know, a lot of us need each other, especially in these times. You know, it could be lack of vision. It could be sin. It could be many different things that can be holding us back from, from serving. But think about this. 
This is just a thought. What if one day we will be held accountable for how we steward our spiritual gifts? Now, one day, what if one day we will be held accountable for that? How we steward our spiritual gifts. And I say that because we, a lot of you may know the parable of the talents um, in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. And I'm not, I'm not going to get into it or read it. Um, if you, if you don't know the story, you can turn in. That's in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14. But I'm, I'm sure a lot of you know this parable that was taught by Jesus. And what we read is a man, well, the, well, the scriptures start off saying a man will be going on a journey and he calls his servant and entrusted them with wealth. Which, and you know, some other version of the Bible says with goods or with money. Um, and he, as we read the story, one guy gets one, one guy with the one talent, another guy gets two, and the other guy gets five. And the one who gets five, what did he do? He invests. He begins to invest. And he earned five more. And the servant with the two bags of silver also went and doubled it and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag dug a hole in the ground and hid it from his master. And as the story goes, the two, the one who got the five and the one one who got the, the two, um, they doubled their money. And the master said to them, well done, good and faithful servant. But the one who hid their talent, the master said, you wicked and lazy servant. Wow. That's, you know, when I, you know, when I read that, I was like, wow, you know, you wicked and lazy servant. You know, so I don't want to get too much into that, but it doesn't matter if you have five, if you have two, if you have one. What matters is what you do with it. That's what matters. In 1 Peter 4.10, it says, Each of you should use whatever gifts you have you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. We are given a gift to serve, to be faithful in it, to not waste it, but use it, to serve one another. And this thought that I had, Another thought that I had is that what if all our service that we do down here prepares us for what we do up there? You know, what if that? And I and then the last scripture I'm gonna share tonight is in Revelation twenty-two three. And it reads, No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God of the Lamb will be in a city, and his servants will serve him. Wow, now that motivates me. That one day we will be with God. And we will be able to serve him. Imagine that. Being with God and, and serving God. Being with him. And it, for me, just for me, I believe what I do here matters. What I do as a disciple here on earth matters. How I serve matters. And I hope, you know, I hope that means the same to you. Know that whatever gifts you have makes a difference. As disciples, we are called to use our gifts. Your service is needed 
whether it's in your ministry, in the singles, campus, teens, marrieds, your worship service, your service is needed. I think about our brother Termal who who does our filming for us and our, our recording and we needed that in a time of the pandemic when it just started. We went from meeting in person into less I think it was like in less than one or two weeks we were online. You know, where would we be without Termal? You know, like helping us and, and getting us online so we can still worship God. And that benefits all of us. So it doesn't matter what gifts you have. Well, it does matter. It matters what gifts you have. But it doesn't matter in a way where you look down on other people's gifts. Because your gifts are important. And it's by the Holy Spirit. <coughs> Excuse me. Here's a cool quote here. And it reads, I've learned that people will forget what you say. People will forget what you did. But people will will never forget how you made them feel. And I believe as we use our gifts, it benefits so many people. And they won't forget how we serve, how we give, our time. Um, you know, be called to our purpose that's greater than us. So here's some questions that you can talk about in your in your in your Zoom calls after after this, what are your gifts and how can you use it to serve and to build up the body? Now, what are your gifts and how can you use it to serve and build up the body? And if you don't know what that is, ask someone. Pray about it. Ask God to reveal it. Allow the Holy Spirit to work in you, because the Spirit calls us to serve and to use our gifts. So guess what? Don't waste it. Embrace it. And I hope that you are encouraged. And I hope that you are motivated to, to continue seeking how you can serve. And as the Spirit is continually calling us to service, that we are embracing it. And that we are using our gifts to serve the body. Thank you so much. And have a great night and Zoom call. You've just listened to the Metro LA Podcast. For more information about our ministry, please visit MetroLARegion.com 